my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an absolutely fantastic day today. Ted is traveling right now, so I will be running solo for the show today, so you guys got me for the next hour, and I have a lot of different topics to go over and address very, very quickly. One thing that I wanted to address immediately is remind everybody and let everyone know the Ultimate Multiple Powder is on sale right now. It's product of the week, one of the best-selling products we have at the website at healthmasters.com. So thank you for supporting the show and supporting our company and continuing allowing us to get the truth out there as much as possible. Also, too, in other news, I've been getting more and more emails now over the last day, and I just want to address this very quickly because I've got a lot of other things, important things to actually talk about today, is people have already been sending me emails about why and how they think a lot of this, how should I say, snake venom story is, quite frankly, kind of counterproductive and maybe possibly obfuscation as more and more facts are coming to light about how there's really no facts about anything that came out about that. And I just wanted to remind everybody, as I told you guys yesterday, always do your own research. When you see something go fully viral and everybody starts talking about it, there's no problem with questioning the narrative. There's no problem with questioning what they're talking about. And there's absolutely no problem whatsoever with doing your own research. And also understand that between mushrooms and snake venom, they're two of some of the most studied compounds in the entire world, and they're used very elaborately in different types of medicines, different types of research, etc. And so understand that sometimes things come about and certain facts come out, but that doesn't necessarily mean there's some type of deep, deep, deep desired elaborate scheme. Now, am I saying that there's not certain compounds of venom involved in some of what we've seen? No, I'm not at all saying that at all. But what I told you guys yesterday is I had people say, well, Dawson, you don't understand. The water's contaminated now. I hate to be that guy, but you guess you haven't been watching or listening to anything for the last 80 years of research because we know for a fact the water's been significantly contaminated all the way from fluoride back in the 1950s when they first started adding it in the municipal water supplies across the country. So please understand that, yes, water is extremely contaminated in most cases across the world. That's why it's important to run a distillation system and keep your water as clean as possible so you can stay as strong as possible. Just want to throw that out there. I don't like fear-mongering, and I don't like people that try to sell things off of fear. I just want to throw a couple of those things out there this morning. Also, too, in other news, this is very interesting. You guys know I brought up yesterday the whole thing that was going on with Elon Musk. I told you I didn't know really where this was going. And, you know, I can't tell with him sometimes if he's obviously in the billionaire boys club because apparently he is because, I mean, he's worth like net worth worth like a quarter of a trillion dollars. I mean, it's it's insane. His level of net worth is incredible, quite frankly. Um, But on the other hand, too, I don't quite trust everything that he says and talks about because he's been one of the first ones that talks about developing the Neuralink. But when he started coming out and talking about buying Twitter – two days ago, and basically turning it into a free speech platform, he got a lot of eyebrows raised, and he became the number one shareholder of Twitter online, bought up huge billions of dollars worth of shares. Now, it's interesting about this. A lot of people don't know this now. As of yesterday, the Twitter shareholders have now 
filed a lawsuit against him because he apparently did not disclose his stake in the social media company soon enough, keeping Twitter's share price suppressed, which that's I feel like this is a completely and totally erroneous lawsuit. But one thing that I did find out yesterday that was very interesting, and I verified, I had a buddy of mine, Mike, sent it to me yesterday, and I did some more research on it. Sure enough, it's starting to pop up, but nobody's wanted to talk about it, is that as Elon Musk held basically 9.13% of total Twitter shares at 73 million shares, the company you guys know very well and we've talked about swooped in yesterday out of nowhere and bought somebody's shares, and that somebody was Vanguard. (laughs) Vanguard Group came in now and now owns 10.29% of Twitter shares at 82.4 million shares now surpassing Elon Musk. And you guys want to know who the top five holders are of Twitter? You guys just just guess. Just guess. Just throw it out there. Okay, we'll find. I'll tell you right now. Number one shareholder of Twitter, Vanguard. Number two, Elon Musk. Number three, Morgan Stanley. Number four, BlackRock. Number five, State Street. I can't make this up, guys. You cannot make this up. This is why when Dad talks about Vanguard, State Street, and BlackRock owning pretty much the entire country, this isn't an exaggeration. When you're dealing with an equity firm like BlackRock that has a $10 trillion balance sheet of assets, this isn't a joke. These guys have bought up everything. They control everything. This is what I've talked about. They come into these subdivisions, and they work with these developers, and they literally pre-buy the entire subdivision from developers. Cash. doesn't matter the number. There's not even negotiation. Oh, it's $50 million for this entire development with all houses done and infrastructure finished. Okay, you get a $50 million wire to you tomorrow. We want to own the entire subdivision. Then they go in, and they get federal subsidies from the U.S., and rent out the houses to low-income families or illegal families and go in and subsidize the entire neighborhood by giving these individuals free housing in some cases and then in turn get money from the federal government and get paid every month for providing federal low-income or basically illegal housing. This is what they've been doing all across the country. This is why they're intentionally flooding Florida right now with illegals from Texas. This is why subdivisions are literally pre-sold before they even go up. There was a subdivision that I actually looked at buying a house in to turn into a VRBO rental house last year, a year and a half ago. And I talked to one of the realtors basically that was running the subdivision. And, you know, the housing market, it went – the signs out front said houses starting at the, the low 200s. You know, 220, 230 range. Then all of a sudden, the sign a month later came in and said, houses starting in the 250s. Then a couple months later, it said, houses starting in the 290s. Then all of a sudden, the sign came out and said, sold out. And I talked to one of the realtors that was handling the subdivision before the subdivision was even done. They didn't have all the houses in the subdivision. And I stopped by one day. And I was like, hey, I was like, I'm interested in, you know, buying a house in here. You know? And they said, yeah. They said, well, we have a couple more developments in, you know, progress right now. This subdivision sold out. And I looked around and said, dude, you got like 50 houses. The subdivision holds like 200. You're not even, you're still in pre-construction. Yeah, I know. The subdivision's already pre-sold. It's sold out. There's no houses available. How are there no houses available? There's, there's literally still, you, you got half the lots don't even have slabs or footers poured. Oh, yeah, it's already pre-sold. And I went, how odd is this? 
houses are already pre-sold six to 12 months before they even come out. And what I found out now is the contracts in those subdivisions and all the subdivisions, the builder clauses they have at the very end is that at any point in time, the builder can cancel the contract on the house to the buyer and sell it to another individual. I talked to Steve about this the other day, and he said he basically talked to somebody, and they told him this happened to them in general, basically in person. They had bought a house. They had the financing done on the house. They closed a deal on the house, basically had to sign the final paperwork while it was still in construction. Four weeks before closing, the builder notified them and basically said that you know the house is no longer available. The house contract is now void, and there was a stipulation in the contract that allowed them to do that. And They were buying the house for like $280,000. He canceled the contract. As soon as he canceled the contract, they saw the house go on the open market for almost $380,000, almost $100,000 more than what he had listed it for as far as with them and pre-sold it. So this is what's happening with these platforms, and now we're talking with the FDIC they're talking about and numerous other federal commissions that are now offering and talking about doing a 40-year mortgage, 40-year, not 30, 40-year mortgage which is going to in turn allow these houses prices to drop even lower on the payments to further out the timing and in debt people further, but also allow for the higher interest rates to factor into the higher housing rates and allow more people to keep buying houses on a 40-year term. I personally think from what I've witnessed down here in Florida over the last two years, I think they're intentionally trying to collapse Florida. I think within the next five to ten years, Florida's going to end up turning into the next California. I'll be honest with you. It's been very clear on what they've been trying to do. I think right now is kind of the the best of time, so to speak, and we got a great governor, and he's basically doing his best to keep Florida, Florida. He just signed the 16-month or 16-week abortion bill, which basically prevents people from having abortions in Florida after 16 weeks, and he's getting a ton of flack for it, which I'm not surprised. Everybody wants to go after him right now. And this is what they're continually doing is anything we do down here in Florida, they're trying to unwind. They're trying to undo. Well, the problem with it is as soon as we end up having an individual take office down here in Florida that's not DeSantis, that does not respect the rule of law nor the constitution of Florida or the United States, they're going to flip Florida as fast as they can to an absolutely disgusting blue state like they've done with Los Angeles and other cities that were once really, really nice bustling economies have now turned into complete and total nightmare areas to live. This is what the communists do every single time. This is why they're continually trying to remove our ability to defend ourselves. This is why they want to go in and ban firearms, ban weapons that don't have serial numbers on them that are homemade, which are completely legal in the United States to build. This is why ATF continually tries to invade and violate the Second Amendment on a regular basis. It pretty much appears now that ATF, their only job is to violate the Second Amendment. It's embarrassing. I can't imagine having a family member or friend or somebody work for the ATF. I mean, that's, that's just, just embarrassing. Embarrassing organization to work for now, considering the fact if you're actually a patriot. You know, what's interesting about this as well at the same time, you see them telling everyone they don't need to have firearms. You can't defend yourself. You see the areas that have the strictest gun laws with usually the worst types of shootings or in areas that are completely and totally gun-free zones. For example, every time we see school shootings, horrific incidences, anytime they're in the country, horrific. Having a child like you know, a shot like that is horrible. And then you have bills that pop up that say, hey – we want to basically allow law enforcement to train teachers, let them go through rigorous training and be able to carry firearms in class. 
Okay, we can go ahead and do that. And then they skirt around the entire topic and say, oh, well, we're just going to put a, you know, a mall cop at the school. We're going to add another mall cop because, you know, there's multiple options. There's like three different options they could do when that bill went through. Remember, that entire bill was designed to do one thing and one thing only. It was designed to restrict more law-abiding citizens from being able to carry and defend themselves and their family. Same thing that came in with the Florida bump stock ban when that happened. They banned, they made it a felony in the state of Florida to own a bump stock. Well, then they turned around and made it a federal offense to run a bump stock. Whenever you start allowing individuals to start enforcing unconstitutional, illegal gun laws and say, we're going to abide by them, we're going to listen to them, you pretty much are handing over your rights, as I told you guys yesterday. At the same time, you now see there's an incident that just happened yesterday that I found to be very interesting. It wasn't funny at all, but it was actually very intriguing to read about. And it was discussing the aspect of a lady in Houston that a, an elderly lady, I think she was like in her 60s or 70s, she had somebody pound on her door, 1230 in the morning. Ma'am, can you open the door? 1230 a.m. She goes, looks at the people. It's a guy in scrubs with a mask on, healthcare worker. Allegedly, from what she thought, she goes, uh, sir, it's twelve thirty in the morning. I'm not opening up my door. He goes, no, ma'am, you need to open up your door right now. It's very important. I'm a healthcare worker. You need to let me in the house. I need to help you out. I'm here for your help. She goes, I don't need any help. I didn't call any help. Why are you at my door? So she calls her son, 40-year-old son, lives right down the street. He shows up at the house. By the time he shows up at the house, the healthcare worker, alleged healthcare worker, his forced entry into the house, starting to do a home invasion. He shoots and kills them on the spot in the house. Good riddance. I can't stand home invaders. I can't stand burglars. And he's dead. Dead on the scene. And everybody said, I can't believe he went and did that. I can't believe he went and did that. Dude was breaking in the boy's mama's house. Breaking in your mom's house. What are you going to do? You see a burglar breaking in the mom's house. You shoot him in the head. And he did. And he died. And now there's one less perpetrator that's going to do another home invasion on somebody that may not have that same amount of security right down the road. What's interesting about this, my whole point in the story, is that always be very cautious who shows up at your front door, not only divulging them information, but also talking to them and letting them in the house. This has become a regular occurrence now. I've heard this on numerous occasions, especially with the COVID mass policies. You guys notice it's not abnormal to see people in masks still. I mean, they look like bumbling idiots when you see them in masks, but it's not abnormal. You still see people in masks. And this has become a regular occurrence now with people that are casing out houses, that are stealing stuff from businesses, that are going into basically places and you know throwing stuff in their backpack and walking out. They're also knocking on doors. Is they wear some type of attire that makes them look official, and they put a face mask on. That way, you can't get their you know facial description. And that's why I encourage everybody: make sure, make sure you have security cameras on your home. That's just a first line of defense. That's that's that just helps out on the back end. But what we can also do as well is if you don't have a aggressive peephole or a speakeasy or something like that on your front door, if you have cameras at your front door, even if it's just the the ring bell, you know, with the camera in the ring, I mean, that's that that at least is better than nothing. You could pull it up on your phone or you could hardwire it to a TV in the house. And if your wife's home alone or your home alone, anybody's home alone, they can pull right up and go, okay, why is this guy out the front door? Why is this wide angle camera showing multiple people standing at my front door? All right. Let's, let's let's see what's going on here. <laughs> let's let's call nine one one or let's call my family or let's call my husband. What's going on? Whatever the situation needs to occur, but be very cautious 
when you start having people come to your front door that you don't know and they're wearing some type of attire or some type of device or equipment or clothing that makes them look official, not saying they're not official at all, but what I'm saying is this is not an abnormal occurrence anymore for burglars to use this tactic. Be very, very cautious on that. Also, to another news, this is interesting. Speaking of truth and freedom and being able to get freedom out there so people can actually talk about it, the luxury watchmaker, which I didn't know anything about this company. I've never heard of them before. The watch company Edgard Watches has now put out a massive, <laughs> a massive rebuttal to the entire perversion that we now call the transgender ideology basically trying to normalize cross-dressing males as there's something to be, you know, revered and respected for a man that wants to dress in woman's clothing. And he put out a whole ad now, basically lifting up females, actual females. And the transcript of it goes, he goes, what is a woman? Is a woman a history of achievements quickly being erased? Is a woman a feminine force of nature? Is a woman a sister, a daughter, a mother? Is a woman the wonder of childbirth? Is a woman a caregiver? Is a woman a warrior who fought for her place? Is that now being taken away, soon to be forgotten? Is that not worth protecting? Here, we stand with womanhood because we believe that womanhood is a birthright. And I thought this was very interesting. Edgar Watch, the CEO, said he designed the ad, and I quote, to paint a stark contrast to the lies that are being told regarding transgenderism. He goes on to say the push for transgender rights is no longer about equality at all. It is now a cleverly crafted lie that comes at the expense of women. We ask all Americans to join us to speak the truth. I already like this guy. I don't even know anything about his watches, but just for the fact that this man's actually speaking truth, I'm enjoying it right now because he's actually going out there and standing up for what we need to stand up for. And that's women's rights when it comes to actually women being women. This concept of allowing grown biological men to compete in women's sports, to go to women's prisons, to do all these things now because these guys want to be cross-dressing perverts that want to live in their own delusional fantasy, it's nauseating to me, the fact that people are actually allowing this to go on and not saying anything about it. I said this, and I will say it again. I encourage all females that are in any sports, if they see this occur in your group, in your sport, in your class, and you have a grown man that wants to compete in your class, and they allow it, when the buzzer goes off, when the firing gun, when the starting pistol goes off, let them be their own clown. Let them go run. Let them go swim. Let them go compete against themselves in the little clown world because that's what they want to do. They want to be a clown. Let them be their clown self. When they get finished, they can go sit in the corner like their clown self and suck on their thumb, and then you guys can compete as you're supposed to be able to compete against biological females. And he goes on to say here, and this is, this is very interesting, from the, the CEO of Edgar Watches, he goes on to say, I think there's a huge culture war taking place where there's a certain percentage of the culture that wants to do away with the concept of gender entirely. And corporations are very woke nowadays, and they think that's who their best clientele is, and that's who they want to promote. And then there's the silent percent of the country that strongly believes that these things do have value, and they do have meaning, but no one's fighting for their side. There's been a lot of women, a lot of men, a lot of fathers, a lot of brothers who have said to me, it's so nice to see someone stand up for my daughter. There has been a little bit of this hate mail, as you always expect, but compared to the positive responses, it's not relevant to us. 
And I commend him for coming out and blatantly talking about the truth. Guys, the truth doesn't need a rebuttal. The truth is the truth. It's a fact. When you're dealing with laws of nature, laws of nature are always set in stone. Trying to come out and say, well, because I live in a fantasy realm, you have to now listen to my fantasy world and you have to embrace it. No, guys, it doesn't work that way. If somebody wants to live in a fantasy world, that's their right. 100% that is their right if they want to live in a fantasy world. If they want to talk about things that you disagree with, that's free speech. They can do that. But there's always the flip coin that you have the right as free speech to say – no, I fully disagree with that. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. You're a moron for saying it. You have that right as well to say that. And under free will, you also have the right to say, no, I'm not going to accept this concept. I'm not going to live in your delusional fantasy, nor am I going to comply with your perversion. Everybody has that right, and this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it rules for thee and not for me. They want to make you comply with their fantasy, but you do not have the right to speak your mind. Free speech no longer exists. The beauty of free speech is that somebody can say something that really makes you mad, and they have the right to do so. And it goes both ways. That's the beauty of freedom. It's not controlled. It's an open platform. But when you start having people say, you have to accept my delusion, my perversion, my way of life, and I not only do not have to accept yours, you cannot say anything to even rebuttal mine. You have to sit there, be a quiet peasant, and accept what I'm telling you. That is not freedom, my friends. That is not freedom of speech. That is full-blown controlled tyranny at its finest example, and it is not something I will ever go silent into the night accepting here in this country. So I commend these guys over it, basically this uh, watch company. And I hope more and more companies like Edgar Watches stand up and speak the truth for what's really going on. Also, too, at the same time, I saw a video, very eerie video, about what they're trying to do now. I saw basically an email, too, as well, from Google about what they're doing now on absolutely trying to censor everything that's online. I told you guys the other day, it's very odd to me how all these news platforms – are always continually choreographed to bring up the same topic. Obviously, I've told you guys in detail why they do it, how they do it from a psychological standpoint, but it's very odd to me how far they've gone now, and very few people even rebuttal or even ask questions. They simply say, well, this is what we're told. This is what you have to believe. You can't question anything. Case in point, Google now, there's been emails that have now been screenshot and leaked from Google and Google Ads Department. Quoting one here, says, Dear Publisher, Due to the war in Ukraine, we will pause monetization of content that exploits, dismisses, or condones the war. Please note we have already been forcing on claims related to the war in Ukraine when they violated existing policies. This update is meant to clarify and in some cases expand our publisher guidance as it relates to this conflict. This pause includes, but is not limited to, claims that imply victims are responsible for their own tragedy or similar instances of victims blaming, such as claims that Ukraine is committing genocide or deliberately attacking its own citizens. The f- it goes basically on to say the final paragraph that you're not allowed to say anything about Ukraine that Google doesn't approve of. That's essentially in a nutshell what they're saying. Anything that exploits, dismisses, or condones the war is now verbatim. You're not allowed to talk about it on Google. Or they're going to demonetize you. The letter is kept deliberately vague as possible. Almost every ad network uses Google to serve ads, Eh, except for me. 
I've everything, by the way, everything deactivated on Google. There's no Google ads. There are no Google cookies. There's no Google tracking. There's no Google AdSense. There's none of it connected to my website. I have intentionally disabled all of it. You guys asked me about that years ago because there was something that was popping up, and I didn't know it was still available. Google's still trying to ramrod its way into my website and track my customers, and a customer basically notified me of it. I called up my tech guy, and I said, dude, deactivate this crap now. He goes, well, there's Google AdSense is still available. I said, turn it all off, all of it. I don't want you to have to accept tracking cookies. I don't want have to make somebody click and accept me monitoring them. I don't want Google following my customers. I don't want to have anything to do with Google whatsoever. He goes, well, dude, that's, that may not bring you to the top of the list. You may not have you know, as much coverage. I said, I don't care. My reputation is more important than allowing Google to track my customers. He goes, okay. And I am one of the only platforms I know of that refuses to do work with Google and will not allow them to track anything. Almost, it's so nauseating to me when I go to alternative media websites and I click on them. Oh, you need to accept all tracking cookies before we allow you to read an article. I'm like, what? Do you even understand what that means? Tracking cookies? Most people don't understand what that means. That means they leave little embedded formats in your search bars and in your search engines and where you go, and they track you and monitor every single place you go, every keystroke, every search word, every look, every everything you look at, every click. They monitor every single thing you do, and then they sell your information to Google and other third-party followers. It's absolutely horrific, and it's an invasion of your privacy. And the fact that these companies and some of these websites want to make you comply and accept tracking cookies just to read their articles, boo, zero stars, two thumbs down, zero out of ten, will not recommend. I do not recommend them, period. I will not support them. If they have that little respect for their followers – and their customers, that they're going to put tracking cookies and make you accept them to follow you around the Internet, won't see me giving them a penny. You sure as heck won't see me promoting them at all, period. And it's time that more people start doing their own research and realize what's going on. Google AdSense now telling people they're going to demonetize you if you talk about Ukraine? Well, I could have told you this was going to happen. But on the other aspect of it as well, how far have we fallen from free speech in just 10 years? I mean, what, 2012, 2013, just about every open platform was available online. Social media platforms were very open. People had the ability to speak freely. Now, of course, I'm not condoning people speaking gross acts of violence or threats to you know, do great bodily harm. That's not okay. You can't start going online and telling people you're going to shoot them or kill them or going to come hit them. You can't do that either because that's essentially the same thing as walking up to somebody in person and saying that to them. That's illegal as well. You can't go around threatening people. But this concept now of simply asking a question, why are the bioweapon labs in Ukraine not being talked about? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's fake news. Didn't you know that Snopes, de- you know, they, 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 they fact-check that. They fact-check it. It's not true. I found something yesterday, and I stumbled across it, and I was actually shocked. Do you guys know that there is a Wikipedia page that has been put up now in the last month titled Ukraine Biolabs Conspiracy Theories? I kid you not, there's an entire Wikipedia page on trying to debunk 
and talk about how the bioweapon labs that the United States funded and was actively discussing on their U.S. embassy website and talking about them being funded and jointly operated by the U.S. Department of Defense all the way up until February 25th. The documents included important construction, financing, permit details for bioweapon labs in Ukraine. And then the U.S. government turned around and scrubbed these documents from the Internet after February 25th, right when the Ukraine conflict was going on. Yeah, all that that we saw, they've now come out with the Ukraine biolabs conspiracy theory. And it goes on to say, this emerged in March 2022 during Russia's invasion of Ukraine, when Russian officials claimed without evidence that public health facilities in Ukraine were secret bioweapon labs developing biological weapons. This, however, has been debunked as disinformation by multiple media outlets and international bodies. And so I was like, okay, all right, I'll bite. I'll bite. Let's go down to the reference page because, you know, Wikipedia loves to reference things. I'm like, okay, let's see the big references. I'm like, whoa, it's got over 40 references. Let's look at some of these references. First reference. Fact-checking Russia's biological weapons claims. BBC News. All right, that's that's that's, that's strongly supported. U.S. fights bioweapons disinformation pushed by Russia. New York Times. Oh, okay. Um, next one here. U.S. UN says no evidence to back Russian claims of Ukraine. Oh, Reuters. Oh, Reuters. Okay. China pushed conspiracy theory about U.S. labs in Ukraine. Bloomberg News. Okay, wow. That's, that one's really, really legitimate. China amplifies unsupported Russian claims of Ukraine bioweapon labs. Associated Press. Oh, Associated Press, because that's definitely one we got to believe. Next one. China's promotion of Russian disinformation indicates where its loyalties lie. CNN. Oh, wow. We got CNN. Next one. Russia and QAnon have the same false conspiracy theory. CNN. Oh, CNN again. Okay, that's cool. Um, all right, let's go to the next one here. Um, Russia's lying about evidence of bioweapons labs. The Intercept. Okay, we'll see. We've got another one here. Um, exclusive WHO says it's advised Ukraine to destroy pathogens in health labs. Reuters. Okay. <laughs> Analysis. Russian and QAnon have the same false conspiracy theory. Again, reference to CNN. Okay, I could keep doing this. You can look at the page yourself. I'm not going to keep going on. It's just going to get redundant. Almost every single reference that they use in this Wikipedia page is mainstream controlled false narrative media. Every single one. Every single one that's listed on there. And I'm like, do people actually buy this? This is what they want nobody to talk about. They don't want people to talk about what actually was getting brewed up in Ukraine. Why did Obama go over there in 2005? Why are they saying that these decommissioned Soviet-era bioweapon labs that they then went in to destroy everything 20 years ago were still fully up and operational and on the U.S. Embassy's page discussing permitting, funding, and operations in joint control with the U.S. Department of Defense. Well, it was very clear. They were doing something in Ukraine they didn't want anybody to know about. And all of a sudden, the candle, the flashlight, got spotted on them. So now they had to completely and totally go in and twist the narrative. Remember how the entire narrative was, oh, yeah. Somebody ate a bat in Wuhan, and then suddenly it spread a virus all across the world. Now, come on, guys. Let's, let's, let's be real. Now we know that was a complete and total lie. Now we don't know what they were researching on there, whether it was, it was snake venom or whether it was something else weird. Who knows? One thing I do know is that nothing's changed when it comes to their lying, their deceiving, and when it comes down to maintaining our healthy immune system. I know that for a fact. And this is what I'm getting at. The mainstream media, these platforms, are designed to do one specific thing. 
Control the way you think and you perceive all the elements that are happening around you right now. Once you break through the matrix, once you start seeing things in the open scope, in a full view, you understand why it's being done in the lies. That's why I encourage everybody, continue to do your own research and support companies that are actually speaking the truth. There are a lot of misinformation out there, including alternative media. There's a lot of stuff that pops up that's designed to keep you focused on something different. They don't want you talking about the bioweapon labs that Russia's been constantly going after in Ukraine. They don't want you talking about the corruption in Ukraine. All they want you to do, apparently on Google AdSense now, is talk about how you support Ukraine and how you're going to give more money to the third most corrupt country in the entire world. I'm not picking on Ukrainian people at all. I'm sure there's a lot of good people over there. I'm sure there's good Christians over there. They're caught in the middle of this, just like there's good Russians over there. And But again, remember, it's not just Putin's the bad guy and Ukraine's the good guy. It's way deeper than that. I've told you guys that before. I don't know. I've never met Putin. One thing I do know is that we're not being told the truth about anything. When you start having people, comments, that they want Elon Musk to shut down all Teslas in Russia because it'll show the Russian people – even though nobody even bothers to realize there's 145 million Russians, vast majority of them have no idea what's even going on with this conflict. You start seeing groups that want to go run around and basically, you know, burn witches, so to speak, just start finding things to support and hate all at the same time. As I told you guys before, the whole aspect with Ukraine, a lot of it with the mainstream media in here in this country was designed to deviate and change the direction of people focus their anger and hatred. A lot of people had a lot of pent up anger. A lot of pent-up just animosity, the things that had happened to them during COVID and the way the government treated them. So what better to bring a giant boogeyman that nobody knows anything about except they're told to hate, and that would be Russia. Now the Ukraine context is starting to fiddle down the United States. The mainstream media can't keep it going much anymore because people are already starting to get weary of it because they have a short attention span. So now what do they do? They spool up the COVID narrative again, as I told you guys they're going to do. That's why I encourage people. Don't live in fear. Keep your immune system strong. Continue to stay strong and speak the truth. This is what the most important thing you can do. Not extend 14 more days of wearing a mask on a plane. The mask on a plane has been the most hilarious, most disappointing thing I've ever seen people continue to go with. The fact that you're standing all apart in an open platform, and then suddenly somehow you're wearing a little paper mask over your face, and now you're going to sh- sit shoulder to shoulder with somebody that you're allegedly supposed to be six feet away from ten minutes ago, and now you're going to be rubbing elbows with them for two to three hours in an airplane while you wear a little paper film over your face is laughable, is laughable at its highest level. But again, remember, this is to remind you to be scared of COVID. That's what the entire mass thing was about, that compliance and submission. This is what they're going to continue to do, and they're going to continue to push. Look at what they're doing now in, in Shanghai. I don't even know what's true and what's not over in China. You can't believe half of anything you hear over there. The videos I've seen are grossly disturbing. People locked in, people in bioweapon suits, beating everybody up, dragging people on the ground, locking people in buildings. I don't know. I don't know what's really going on over there. I don't know if this is a publicity stunt to make people scared of COVID again like they did in 2020. I don't know. Or if this is just Shanghai and China just saying, hey, we're a communist government. You will comply or we will beat you in quarantine until you die. I mean, I do know for a fact that the element and respect of human life in China is not that high. I mean, organ harvesting is a huge, huge profit 
<laughs> China. I know that for a fact. People I've talked to over there. You got to watch out when you go over there. So what's going on over there? I don't know. I've seen videos. Doesn't mean it's true. But one thing I do know, it is communism in its finest example. Whether it's true or not, this is why you can never allow yourself to disarm. This is why China population has no firearms, and they can pretty much just they can do whatever they want to them, as sad as it is. So there's a lot of great people over there, a lot of really smart people over there. And But again, this is what happens when communism takes hold. In every single case, there is no high side. There is no positive factor. There is no flip coin that's good to communism, period. It's negative for everybody involved that's underneath communist rule. That's why I'm so diametrically opposed to it and what they're trying to do here in this country. This is why they're trying to do everything they can to basically decredit the United States. This is why, I mean, like the video the other day. I mean, you guys saw it with Bumbling Buffoon. The Bumbling Buffoon gets done with his speech, and he talks about how he was a full-time professor for four years at the University of Pennsylvania. Talks about it, full-time professor. Bumbling Buffoon was never a professor at University of Pennsylvania, ever was never a professor there, ever, but goes on to talk about how he was. Then turns around when he gets done with his bumbling buffoon speech and goes to shake hands with the air and then looks around, doesn't know where he's at, then just wanders off stage. And I'm like, this isn't an accident, guys. This isn't because, oh, he's the most popular president. This isn't coincidental. They're doing this to decredit and delegitimize the world's strongest, most successful country. They're doing it to make us look all like bumbling buffoons. That's why I've encouraged everybody, especially in these midterms, get involved in your local elections. Absolutely. I know a lot of people that are getting stuff down, down here in Florida. A lot of people are getting involved down here, especially making sure that we have a true election. I'm all about the results of a true constitutional republic election, 100%. I'll accept them every time. If it is a true election, that crap that we saw in 2020, that was a joke. I don't know what the heck that was supposed to be. I mean, all of a sudden, on the doggone other count the ballots, oh, we're going to shut down the uh, ballot counters out. We're just going to shut them up. Then all of a sudden, 2 o'clock in the morning, you see the chart, bumbling the food, go straight vertical. What? That doesn't happen on graphs. Not on when you're counting polling election you know, ballots. That doesn't happen, period. Especially when everybody's done counting and they shut it down because the cameras are off. The whole thing was a rigged joke. And they're going to try it again with the midterms. And what they're probably going to do, and this is just what I personally think, I think they're going to try to spool up COVID again. They're going to try to spool up the mask. They're going to try to spool up online voting, or not on the mail-in voting. And they're going to try to do the same thing they did and swing on the midterms. Because they know everybody's sick of the blue policies. They're sick of the communists in the government. And a lot of the rhinos absolutely need to go. The vast majority of the Republicans need to go. We need to vote everybody out. We need a brand new open slate with active people that are a government by the people for the people. And there could be some illicit change. You start doing that. You can elicit some change. You start getting real people in there that actually are listening to their constituents. Remember, these people, their names. Who they are, that's, they're nobody. Their position, their title is the only thing. They're just temporarily individuals. Putting them up on these pedestals like they're celebrities, golly. They're just people, by the people, for the people, there to represent their local areas. That's what they were there for. That's what this entire republic was built on. 
this concept of making them just long term was there's there was no principle in that. They didn't want to do that. A lot of times people had to give up stuff and quit their jobs and let other people take over their farms to go represent their areas. It was like a burden. It was like paying your dues to be in Congress. Nobody really wanted to do it. Now, you're paying $185,000 a year, $200,000 a year, whatever it's up to now, for the rest of your life when you retire. And you don't have to abide by any of the laws that you enact. We can give you a break. So that's why it's really important, my friends. Everybody get active and understand what's really happening in these midterms. This is probably the last chance we have at a true fair election. If they try to rig this and they actually get away with it and people continue to allow it to happen, there's not going to be much going on. I mean, we we got a bubbling buffoon that literally lies every speech because he doesn't know where he's at. He lives his own fantasy world and goes to shake hands with the air when he's done. You can't make up any more circus clown action. This is what they're trying to do. Delegitimize the entire country. I mean, the U.S. spending, I pulled it up the other day on the government of the United States website called U.S. Spending. The official open data source of federal spending information shows on the site the U.S. government has spent a mind-blowing $3.63 trillion in response to COVID-19. That's just on COVID-19. $3.63 trillion. Now I'm not even going to get in the numerology of that with the 363. Not even going to get into that. I already know where you guys are going to send me emails. I already know. Don't have time to talk about it on this show. If you get it, you get it. Leave it at that. I already know. <laughs> but it's not, it's not ironic or coincidental. That's the number that is now on the U.S. government website, how much they spent on COVID. Everything about COVID was based on satanic symbolism, all the way to having the signs on the doors and the signs and stickies on the floor, stay six feet apart, stay six feet apart. Stay six. I'm like, wow, isn't six just an arbitrary number they just picked out of thin air? Imagine that. They just pick six. And they happen to have 666 on everything when you go in a building. Man. That's a coincidence. Who would have thought that? Come on, guys. The whole thing was based in satanic symbolism from the very beginning, including the masking, which is all about the Satanism as far as covering your face, taking away your identity, forcing you to indoctrinate yourself into a different cause and follow the rules. Don't say anything. That's what it was all about from the very beginning. This is what they're trying to do now. While at the exact same time they're telling you there's no food shortage, nobody's running out of food. I'm getting phone calls from suppliers all across the country. They're saying, dude, prices are going up and we're running out. I got more food buckets on order. I already talked to my our one supplier of the organic food buckets. They're finishing up another batch right now. They were out of some of the raw materials in order to fill the organic buckets. They did not have them. We still have a bunch in stock because I'm continually keeping them stocked up. And I'm, we're calling them every day. I said, dude, I need more. I need more. Stop sending me these little orders. He goes, dude, we don't have any. We're still we're, we're batching up more buckets. The organic ingredients are hard to get. They're getting harder and harder to get. It's getting more expensive. We're having another price increase, and I'm like, I know. I know what's happening. You don't have to tell me. Just get me a product. I don't need excuses. I just need solutions, and they're working on it, and we're working on it, and I've told everybody, though. Have backup supplies, whatever you need. The buckets are too much money for you. That's fine, but have something. Get some beans and rice and store them properly. Because I'm telling you, the writing on the wall is very clear what's starting to occur. Now we're seeing this whole – this Act 42 being dissolved now at the border. They're saying they're expecting roughly 30,000 illegals to hit the border every single day now is the daily amount they're expecting. Every single day to come into the United States. I saw these clowns, these Republican clowns that were like – 
clapping and applauding the fact that we were busing illegals to D.C. Oh, we're busing to the D.C. They can deal with them. And I'm like, why are we not talking about the origin of where they're coming from or who's supporting their 2,000-mile journey from South America all the way up here? And I talked about this a while back ago when they were talking about the groups coming up from like Argentina and coming up from middle of South America, 2,600-mile trek on foot. Oh, there's there's 20,000 people coming on a 2,600-mile trek. I said, I'll call BS on that right now. Who's feeding those people? Are they got food trucks behind them? I told him I, was, I told him when I was uh, when I did the research on. I said you're talking about a hundred thousand pounds of food every single day to feed that. I mean, it was, it was sixty thousand people, whatever it was the numbers were. It was insane. I did the math on it: two thousand calories a day per person. How in the world are you feeding that many people? Where are they getting constant shoes from? The answer was they're not. They're being bussed. They're being traveled. They're being flown. They're being shipped. They're being cargo trained. They're being run through ships. They're being constantly pushed up here. Nobody's walking 2,600 miles with 60,000 people through the rainforest. It doesn't happen. You don't have the, the manpower, the food. You have standing armies. You have forward operating bases with chow ready to eat. Everything gets staged before you start bringing in infantry of that sort. Can't be done. You've got to feed people or they die. Uh, and there comes the million-dollar question, right? So what happens when the food supplies start getting thinner and thinner with more people coming to the United States and eating up the food? The question is supply and demand. Demand goes up. Supply starts going down. You start running into a real problem. That's why I've encouraged people. Make sure you got backups. This isn't a scare tactic from anybody. This is a real problem that's occurring. There's, there's things that are happening all across the country right now, and there's no reason to be scared. There's no reason to be fearful. None of that at all, period. The only thing to do, be wise. Use wisdom. Think about what's going on. Think about future projections. I've told everybody this. You've got to start thinking like a business owner. you got to start thinking about six-month and 12-month projections. You can't just think about tomorrow. You can't just think about next week. The just-in-time food service is quickly running out with a lot of these platforms. That's why they're talking about all this baby formula disappearing. Shortages all across the country. Now, is it being shorted on purpose? I don't know. But I've seen numerous videos and photos now of signs, of empty shelves all across the country. I've had customers, listeners email to me. There's definitely something strange going on with baby formula. And think about it for a second. How quickly do you want to get somebody to comply? <laughs> Make their child hungry. You'll get people's compliance real fast. Just turn in your firearms. We have food and water for you here at our shelter. Just come to our FEMA camp. No firearms allowed. You just got to turn in your firearms. We'll give you safety, food, and shelter. A lot of people are going to do that. They're going to go along with it. You ask how you get 330 million people to disarm, starve them out if they're not ready for it. But you have 330 million people that are very well armed, very well fed, have very good well supplies. Well, you got a very difficult force to reckon with at that point. And again, that's why you got to remember you have to keep all everything in balance when it comes to the food essentials, first aid, weapons platforms, ammunition. Stored water. We talked in detail yesterday about storing water and water filtration and water distillation. It's crucial. Clean water is very important. There's no question about that. I mean, you don't want to start getting all kinds of bacteria and parasites. You start drinking dirty water. It's not good for you, especially fluoride. But also, too, remember all the other supporting elements. So continue to get the truth out there, my friends. 
also to another news. I found this to be very interesting. So we we're just talking about what's going on at the border. The New Mexico governor has just signed now the New Mexico Opportunity Scholarship Act in the law, which is now providing full 100% right scholarships covering all tuition and fees at the state's public education institutions, and it extends to all illegal immigrants as well. No green card needed, no social security card needed, nothing. Simply apply and get free money to go to college. They're now saying that the fully funded Opportunity Scholarship opens the door for every New Mexican to reach higher learning. They're reporting the program will cost $75 million for the 2023 fiscal year. And where are they getting a lot of it from? The scamdemic pandemic relief funds. Oh, yeah, that $3.63 trillion that I just talked about five minutes ago. Yeah, there's a reason why they did that, guys. It wasn't to help people out. Notice how much of that money went out to provide education about vitamin C and quercetin and zinc. <laughs> Zero. Notice how much of that money went out to provide people education about eating clean and staying off sugar and maintaining your immune system and getting healthy sun if you can, keeping D3 levels high. The research showing that higher levels of D3 in individuals in most cases elicited zero to no COVID effects, at least very minimal COVID side effects when, if it was contracted, when they had high levels of blood D3. When it talked about exercise, when it talked about the vast majority of people that died were obese and had multiple comorbidities, how much money was spent of that $3.63 trillion to educate the populace on that? Uh, that would be a big fat goose egg, Roger that. Zero. None. It went to prop up the states and fund more social welfare programs like this. Free money for everybody, free schooling for everybody, free housing for everybody. Because remember, they did that too for 18 months. They basically deferred the mortgages for everybody. That's why we didn't see a housing crash, guys. The Fed bought it up. They helped everybody from defaulting. $3.63 trillion goes a long way. <laughs> it's a lot of money. <laughs> and now they're saying, here's the funny part. After 2023, they're going to need alternative funding to cover the $75 million that they're expected to need every single year to keep giving kids free money to go to college. Here's the problem. Even if everybody actually did go to college with this free money, which they're not, it's going to be massively abused system. I can promise you that. Even if they did, okay, now what? You got people that went to an unbelievably liberal university that now have a bachelor's degree, that now have the sense of entitlement that they're supposed to make all this money because they went to college. Newsflash, bachelor's degree is like a belly button now. Everybody's got one. It's not anything new anymore. And the problem with it is the higher learning has become so impeded and has basically become so diluted. The vast majority of kids that come out of college with their underwater basket weaving degree or their feminine liberal arts degree or whatever stupid stuff they come up with now, and all of a sudden they go, well, I've got a degree in underwater basket weaving. I expect a $150,000 a year job right now with no experience. Everybody just looks at each other and laughs. You, you bring nothing to the table. What do you want? Go back to school and do something else because this is pathetic. That's what they tell you. And it's funny, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and he was talking about an employee that he had that's no longer an employee. And we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago when it was going on. He was saying how this guy constantly kept telling him about how much money he needed to make and how he wanted to work less hours than if he wasn't going to make as much money. And basically he thinks his is what number he needed to be paid. And 
I told my friend, I said, here's the problem I have found, and I've had employees do this. If an employee is only concerned all the time with telling you about how much more money they need to make and how much more of a raise they need and how they need to make more money and more money and more money and more money, and never at one point in time do they ask you the question, what can I do to benefit the company more? How can I provide better service to the company? What ways can I help the company generate more money that can help me make more money? If at no point in time they ever ask that question, you have an employee that's not worth their wage. Tell that right now. I've dealt with it too before. And it, it, it can go both ways. And, and this guy ended up quitting. It was working for him. And I told him, I said, well, I said, good riddance. I said, I'm sure you'll find somebody else on it. And he will. He's a great guy to surveying, super smart. And the thing about it is, when you're dealing with somebody that all they're concerned about is how much they can get and get and get and take and take and take, and there's no point at all in reference on what they can do. I learned this from Jim Rohn years ago when I was listening to it. He goes, you've got to work harder on yourself than you do at your job. Once you work harder on yourself and you become more, you become more of a success for you and the company. When you can start coming in and you become more beneficial – you become more productive to the workplace, you will in turn make more money. But if all you're concerned about is, hey, this is how much I want because I deserve it. Oh my gosh. Mentality is already busted. You gotta start over from square one. What are your goals? What do you want to do for the company? What's your overall outlook? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to help the company achieve? Those are the questions you gotta look at. And when you do look at it like that, it'll change your life. That's why I encourage people all the time to write down your goals. Write certain things down. You know, I tell people to be elaborate, but you don't have to be elaborate all the time if you want to start off. Certain things you want. What do you want to achieve? You want to buy a certain house? You want to buy a certain car? You want to take your family somewhere? You want to achieve something with your home? You want to achieve something with your business? You want to do something with your family? Write down. Just come, random ideas. It's just If it's something that you want or desire or want to achieve, just write it down. It doesn't matter how crazy it is. You say, I, I want to go to a week in Fiji. Cool, man. Great idea. Write it down. Write it down. Look back at it from a year from now. Look back at it two years from now if you're still working on it. Say, okay, that was my goal back then. I still want this goal now. And sometimes you'll find that those goals that you wanted, those things that you desired a couple years ago, no, the direction's changed. And that's okay. But it means you're going in the right direction. You're going towards something you're desiring, you're wanting. That's why it's so important, my friends. Continue to keep up the faith with Jesus. Continue to keep your body and your mind strong and continue to have peace. This whole worrywart system, keeping everybody constantly fearful all the time, constantly scared of the next thing. What do they put in the water? Like, oh, the water's contaminated. Distill it. What do they put in the shots? I don't know, but don't get the shot. <laughs> what do they put in the GMO food? I don't know. It's genetically modified. I probably wouldn't eat it. It's not difficult, guys. The equations aren't hard. Continue to stay strong. Continue to get the truth out there and help as many people as you can because the more people you help, the more it will help you. The better society we can have, the more self-sufficient we are, the better everything is. And that's a fact. That's why they want to take it away from everybody so bad. They want to take that pride and ownership away. They want to take that national unity away, and we can't allow that. You can't allow them to take it away from a female and say, oh, it doesn't matter, woman. This guy's a grown man with a grown appendage, but he wants to compete with you, and he can because he said he's a woman. What? No. Don't let him take, it from, don't let him take that from you, ladies. Don't let them take that from you guys. So I said, if it starts again in the games, just stop. Don't compete. Wait for the clown to do his clown job, and when the clown's done being a clown, let him go be in the clown in the corner. And then compete and do what you need to do. That is the only way to do it. You can't 
argue with a moron because you'll just stoop down to their level. You can't speak facts and logic to a moron. It doesn't work. Somebody that is so far left-based communist in their mind, you can't critique them. You can't have an opposing viewpoint with them because then if you do, they just start screaming and yelling. The best thing to do is just let them go be a clown and then come back and do what you need to do. So I encourage my friends, thank you for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for supporting truth, reason, justice, laws of nature, (laughs) biblical laws. There's reason why there's certain laws there in the Bible in the Old Testament, certain reasons why he said don't do stuff. God's very well-tempered now. In the Old Testament, he used to open up the earth and swallow people and hack them off. He doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> He's calmed down some, you know, after Jesus. Guys, that means we have to use our own reasoning. We have to make our own rules as far as making things applied and say, listen, this is what's happening. This is what we have to follow. We have our own ability to do that. So continue, my friends, to speak the truth, speak your mind, and stand up. It's okay to say yes or no. You have that right. Thank you again. I'll be on the Hagman Show later on the night. i got more stuff to talk and cover. got more, more articles here I need to get to today. So thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Hagman Show tonight, healthmasters.com. If you guys need anything, Ultimate Multiple Powder on sales product of the week. Y'all enjoy your weekend. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend. Today is my son's birthday, Hunter. He's turning six years old. So we're going to go do something with him tonight. Have a good Friday, a blessed Friday. Enjoy Easter Sunday. Remember what this weekend is all about. Remember what this Friday is all about, my friends. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you again on this show, Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.